Well, I love the uh, the feel of the six eight Afro-Cuban six eight rhythm, and that's the, those were those rhythms were were moving around in my head when I wrote the song, and then uh, really, I guess I got a, the itch to to create a contrast with a kind of a where the B section goes to a kind of a cool jazz groove. And then there's a C section that comes after that that goes to almost a Joplin-esque kind of groove. And I think that's was just, I don't know, what you call that kind of song where you're, you're just, you just want the effect of these transitions to be part of the uh, experience. Now, in your piece called Stubbs, it begins with Afro-Cuban, but only for a short time. And then it transitions to cool jazz. And then it transitions to something that's sort of Scott Joplin-esque, and then that that sequence continues. But what are the transitions like? I guess I would describe it as sudden. <laughs> it's just uh, it's from one 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 the last bar of Afro Cuban is uh, met with a bar of a kind of a cool medium swing that that where the four same meter same speed but the four takes over the six eight. And starts to swing in, the, in a cool, uh, the, the cool style. And then quite a big change again when you move from cool to a an early jazz form and actually pre-jazz or when jazz was just forming. And then all of a sudden, it the, the swing is sucked out of the C section, and it becomes more of a, a, a straight uh, little. You know, I have Scott Joplin in the back of my head at that point, and it's. Uh, Again, that's that's a it's a fun transition to make to to have the swing go out uh, out of it and then return back to an Afro-Cuban up-tempo six-eight feel uh, coming out of a C section back into the an A section that uh, where it began. Okay, let's run some more stubs. First part Afro-Cuban, then cool, and then early jazz or pre-jazz. What we're calling Scott Joplin-esque. And of course, there's a lot of interesting soloing ideas going on. Speaking with John Penny, the guitar player, composer, you've taught the history of jazz at the university level, but what you're doing in channeling different forms of jazz and then interpreting them on your guitar is really quite a different thing. And part of your presentation focuses on the process of creation. One of the things I've, in this uh, presentation I've been giving, one of the things I talk about is how, how jazz is found with your listening experience, if you, you're experienced in listening to classical music and you're listening to, listening to a variety of jazz and even great the great pop songs that are out there, they at some point um, sort of synthesize in the brain and the musical 
creative section of you and then it comes out when when it's needed or when you think it's needed then the song comes about and it's it's there it's part of your listening experience and then you you pair certain emotional reactions to all the chords and melodies and rhythms you've learned and it comes out as this piece so i don't know that i don't know that i even planned it i think it just kind of happened and uh, in this case and sometimes you you plan a song but i think this one happened and um, the fact that it would go start in an afro-cuban groove and go to a cool jazz groove and go to a joplin-esque groove were all things that came uh, came to my attention as they did they weren't pre, uh, pre-planned in retrospect then i can say it's yeah it's a combination of these three things it just seemed like the right thing to do i think at the time john in your presentation sometimes you take multiple forms of jazz and combine them in ways that wouldn't have been done in the history of jazz but sometimes you play a particular era of jazz and reflect on the circumstances behind that style, like uh, Afro-Cuban. Prevalence of the percussion, of course, and, and the uh, Afro-Cuban heritage, I mean, there, was a lot, there, there was a lot of percussion on, ha- on hand. And as far as I know, Afro- the, the drums, drums weren't banned in that environment. Drums, drumming and using drums were banned in, among American slaves. And so that there was, a, I think there was a development of, of uh, knee slapping and percussive percussive singing in the, in the in the absence of drums that that uh, developed in American jazz afro-cuban has uh, generations of people playing percussion instruments and so I think there uh, is incredible incredible rhythms it would seem that that was formed from the heritage of African you know the African drummer and some of the rhythms that were played then and that come back that move forward through history with with jazz. Here's a bit of an Afro-Cuban influenced piece of yours, Fiducia. educates about jazz as he performs. For information about John Penny performances and recordings, the URL is johnpennymusic.com. John Penny is also on Facebook. This program is made possible by the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund. Phil Nussbaum speaking.